0: This is Jonathan
1: Hansen, President of World Ministries International. I want to welcome you to the Warning Radio Program. In the studio, two guests today. Dr. E.J. Buckhart. Dr. Buckhart's been working with me since 1998. He's the Dean of our Bible Schools and also my associate, my assistant. I have Vance Miller. He does editing for radio and television. We're going to be talking about faith. We're going to be talking about Uh, E.J., welcome to the Warning Radio Program. Thank you. Vance? Thank you, sir. Now, I want to just read a scripture. It's on Luke 6, 46 through 49. But why do you call me Lord, Lord, and not do the things which I say? Whoever comes to me and hears my sayings and does them, I will show you whom he is like. He is like a man building a house who dug deep and laid the foundation on the rock. And when the flood arose, the stream beat vehemently against that house and could not shake it. For it was founded on the rock. But he who heard and did nothing is like a man who built a house on the earth without a foundation. Against which the stream beat vehemently and immediately it fell. And the ruin of that house was great, unquote. Faith. These two men recently have exercised faith and there was a healing. They both experienced healing. I know I'm going to be speaking a message in a few weeks on strong faith is built on God's word. E.J., you recently stood on the word of God. I just read these scriptures out of Luke, chapter six, once again, 46 through 49. And I think you exercised what the meaning of these scriptures state. Now why don't you share your problem and what you did, what you felt compelled to do. Okay, I'm just at the present time,
2: 79 years old, but since I was 17 years old, I collapsed twice in a basketball court. And the doctors, when I went to see the doctor, they said I had a, a heart problem, which is an irregular heartbeat. It has some technical terms, for it, but I'm not going to get into that. But it was a heartbeat where occasionally my heart would race and it would get up to, sometimes seriously, over 200 heartbeats a minute. And uh, I learned how to stop it. By taking a deep breath or bending over and holding my chest, and but I didn't ever stop the problem. And after I retired from my regular job, uh, I started to have some more symptoms here about four years ago. So what I did, I went to the cardiologist and told him what it was, and he said, "Well, what we do to do what we do nowadays is just to go in there with electric circuit and zap the short circuits in your heart." And so he recommended I do that. And while I thought about it, I said, you know what? Uh, it's a simple, safe surgery nowadays, but it's still open-heart surgery, so to speak. So I decided, I looked at the Lord, and I said, I'm looking for a very good, something I want the Lord to do for me, and if we can do that. Uh, and I said, if I'm going to do that, I'm going to have to tar- start trusting in the Lord. So I'm going to start right now, and I'm not going to have the surgery. So I elected not to have the surgery, and the doctor says, well, that's your choice. It's not a fatal thing in your life, but I would recommend to do it, and it would be better for you. And I elected not to, and I told the doctor, I'm going to stand on God's word and let God heal me. And if he doesn't, I'll still have a good life. Well, anyway, uh, I still had it for about another three or four months, and every now and then i have to hold my breath. And stop it, because as soon as I stop it, it's fine. If I let it go, it can go on very seriously. And then after I made the commitment to the Lord, I says, Lord, I'm just going to start trusting on you uh, for this healing. And a matter of fact, uh, at a prayer meeting, uh, at our staff meetings, uh, they prayed for me. And all of a sudden I realized, you know, I've gone now about a month without having any, any heartbeat, rapid heartbeats. And I have not had one at all for, for quite a few months now. Occasionally, the devil tries to, to show me that, you know, I'm going to start it up. But I says, in Jesus' name, it's healed. And it goes away. God has healed me. And I'm looking forward to now, as I stand on the word of God and, and look to him, there's other things I'm glad he, he will do for us as well. And the times that we're living in today in this society— We need to stand
1: in God's Word. We need to go to Him and get His direction and guidance. Well, I'll tell you what, I don't know if you were thinking about these scriptures. I mean, there's hundreds of scriptures on faith and healing, and I know you know so many of them. But this one that I just read out of Luke, again, 46 through 49, talking about hearing my words, but you don't do them. And the Lord says, why are you calling me Lord when you don't do what I say? Amen. And then he says again about a man building a house who dug deep and laid the foundation on the rock, and it could not be shaken when the storms came because it was founded on the rock. And I believe, uh, E.J., you decided, you and I talked many times, and you decided, you said many times, it's time that we really take a (laughs) stand because trouble is coming and we're not going to be able to run to the doctor very true so you were basically you were building your house on the rock so to speak uh so it would not fall as those that built it on the sand and and we're talking about sand meaning weak faith not standing on the word of god saying you're a christian but running to the doctor every time So, I think you, basically, you applied these three verses to your life.
2: And I think it's important to people know that we're not against doctors in any way, shape, or form. I went to the doctor to see what the problem was. And he gave me some ideas. And I had to then make the decision uh, based on what my heart problem was. And the decision I finally made after all these years was I'm going to stand and let God take care of it. So, Dr.
1: Buckhart. Like these verses stated, he he has been building his faith. His faith has been growing over the years. And he reached a point that he wanted to just apply everything he knew about the Word of God into action. So he did not take this procedure and stood on the Word of God, and uh, he's been healed. There hasn't been a problem. Amen. And I know he's given testimony to our ministry many times time since, and giving God the praise. Now, Vance, over the years, I know that you have been prayed for many, many times. Both of you have been with me since about 1998. This is 2021, and I was away dealing with, again, a situation with one of my daughters that uh, was fighting for her life, three weeks intubated, double skull fracture, uh, four weeks in the hospital. I wasn't even around, but uh, you have been prayed for many, many times by many people, uh, different ministers that we've had here on staff, and uh, when I left, uh, you still had not been healed, and uh, you had groin problems, and, and uh, what other type of problems were you suffering from?
3: Well, the groin problem you speak of, to be just blunt about it, was testicular injury. It had, uh, my left testicle had been impacted so many times, as well as uh, an inguinal hernia down there. And um, uh, I had three mildly herniated discs, L3 through S1, in my spine. And uh, I, would, I was obese for a long time. And uh, at the beginning of the year, just before the beginning of the year, the last. Uh, week or so of 2020 and the first couple weeks of uh, this year, I had the COVID and I was in the hospital and came home New Year's Eve. I lost a few pounds then, about 10 to 15 pounds because of illness, but afterwards I got challenged to lose weight. I, I I was obese and I went on a diet that you were my coach on. And I lost another 50 pounds, and I'm, I'm down over 60 pounds from my heaviest.
1: He's talking about when he says you were my coach, he's talking about I challenged him, I, I confronted him as, as his pastor. I told him again uh, how dangerous his lifestyle was of eating the wrong foods and uh, drinking the wrong drinks. We're not talking about alcohol, but we are talking about all of this junk that you you buy and at coffee stands, and it's not, if you drink pure coffee, fine, but he was not, and uh, he, he looked very fat, very plump, and, uh, you know, you you want to be healed, but I don't believe God will heal a person that constantly is violating the Word of God and eating and drinking. I think you need repentance. In other words, you have to change, and he changed. He changed his lifestyle. He, he started to listen to my counsel and a total of 60 pounds lost. (laughs) Now, I believe that contributed greatly, finally, to his healing. In fact, maybe for over 20 years, none of us, as we prayed, uh, we saw the healing manifestations because he violated the word of God for 21 years. He was fat, he was obese, he ate wrong, he drank wrong. True. Frankly, he was very stubborn. And that's a whole nother story uh, where you don't listen to godly counsel, and you you want to go around the block, hit your head against the wall, bloody your nose just cause you're a stubborn guy. And so uh, Vance knows what I'm talking about is, and then so I think this program is good confession, good admission. But uh, I, I, you know, it came to me as we're talking, I don't think you were healed for 21 years because you weren't listening to our advice. There, there's no
3: challenging what you're saying. <laughs> not at all. This, this this, is a confession. and yeah. it's, it's for the world to
1: see and it's for the world to hear because there are others out there doing the same thing. And so I'm gone. I'm not even here. Now, he had listened. He had confessed. He had lost the weight. And finally, now he's in a position to be healing, uh, get a healing because he's not violating the word of God. So now, Vance, uh, tell what happened.
3: Well, uh, the Sabbath meeting prior to Dr. Hansen coming back from being in Hawaii, ministering to his daughter, his wife, Sister Adalia, was uh, sharing. And I had given the Sabbath message. And at, uh, as with uh, the Holy Spirit moving through Adalia, uh, oftentimes at the end of her messages, uh, the gift of prophecy comes upon her. And she, um, she stood uh, at the end of the message. Just stood in the front of the room and told my son, to uh, who sat. I sit in the back of the room as I'm the sound technician and re- recorder and video recorder and so on. Told my son to get up and lay hands on me. And she prayed. She prayed against pain. I have lived with pain for over forty years. Back injuries. Uh, I used to have degenerative arthritis in a left knee and several different things. And I would have pain at such a level that it would require narcotics. And I have a a high enough metabolism that I could easily become an addict because uh, the drugs would just burn off too fast. And so I would end up exceeding the dosages uh, recommended. And so I, I went without the pills. I went without the drugs. I just endured the pain. So I ended up with a, such a high pain threshold. I just lived with it. And um, a diet just uh, said, we're going to pray for for you for pain. And when my son laid hands on me, uh, he has an anointing in, in him. And he's, he's just recently baptized in the Holy Spirit about a year ago or so. And when he put his hands on me, there's fire of God coming through his hands. There is heat. And uh, when Adai was praying, that heat was growing. And um, uh, afterwards, right at the moment, I, did, I was believing. I was believing for it. It's, it's been a cry of my heart for a long time. And some prophetic words that have been shared over me recently about what uh, whispers of my heart being given well I've more than whispered but I have often whispered to the Lord about my pain dealing with the pain and I had to get in the position of repentance to receive that healing and uh, I was crying in my heart for, and laying literally laying hands on my groin during that prayer on my groin and on my lower back those are the areas that I had most suffered for so long, and um, I uh, and I believed. I I chose to believe, and um, after the Sabbath meeting, I was I was thankful for it and rejoicing. And over the next few days, I was noticing no pain. I had no pain. And after Pasture came back, there was we were doing some grounds improvements around here, uh, some uh, repairs that needed to be done before the winter weather come in and so on. And uh, one of my uh, other tasks that I do is groundskeeping, repair carpentry and stuff like this. And in the process of doing it, I'm noticing I have no pain. Mm-hmm. God not only took away that pain he restored strength that like I had when I was younger if not if not stronger my body has greatly atrophied muscularly you wouldn't know it by what I'm able to move in weight and uh he restored my strength and restored my endurance uh I could I could keep going physically all day long, even in hundred plus degree weather that we recently had, and not feel physical fatigue. The only fatigue I seem to experience nowadays is just lack of sleep. I just when I'm working physically, I just pace myself and I and I'm able to move truckloads of uh river rock to put in flower beds and stuff like this and move lumber around and God is Restored a strength on top of the healing from pain that there's. It can only be through God because I've been sitting on my backside computer desks for the last ten plus years, fifteen years, not doing hardly any physical work, and to do what I've been doing the last month or so is just—it's amazing.
1: He's been lifting uh, for days uh, blocks. Uh, of, of rock, like concrete, uh, as we had a wall erected, and part of it had to be redesigned. And uh, I think, E.J., uh, you would admit, it's been amazing at uh, what he's been doing physically.
2: Well, when I looked down and he had finished the task that he was doing there, they're lifting blocks that are probably 80 pounds each. 60 to 65. 60 to 65 pounds each, quite a few of them. And the next day I looked at him and said, boy, you got to be really tired today. You must You must be sore he says, I feel no pain whatsoever, and I could go do it again.
1: <laughs> yeah.
3: And how old are you then? I'll be 59 in January.
1: Okay, and so here's a guy that for 21, 22 years uh, couldn't sit on a proper chair, he had to get a <laughs> special chair that cost quite a few hundred dollars. He, he had a round inner tube looking like he was sitting in a uh, water with an inner tube on, and uh, uh, he couldn't be a, a husband to his wife. Now his wife is uh, ecstatic because all of a sudden— uh, She's not a widow uh, anymore. She's not <laughs> a widow anymore. I think you've got the picture. I don't have to go into uh, draw a map for you or uh, color a picture. I think you you know what I'm saying. And so all of a sudden, he is Healed. Amen. He is healed, uh, EJ. Uh, now that's that's quite a testimony. Yes, it is. Yes, it
2: is, and I can verify it because I've I've known him for a long time. Yes, and I used to watch him sit down that chair and get up and stretch and try everything, and you know you could see the pain was there, but he didn't he didn't cry or anything. But he, like I say, he learned how to live with the pain, and it was surprising that it took you about two or three days to realize,
3: oh. I don't have any pain anymore. Well, it's like when God healed my (laughs) knee. When I first started coming back to him uh, early in our marriage, when we first started uh, attending the church where we all met, I started spending time at the altar. I discovered what the altar was. At that time, I had a degenerative arthritis in my left knee where I could not kneel. And uh, I, I... I had discovered Pentecost. I discovered the altar. I discovered that, hey, there is a Holy Spirit. And I, at the altar, I asked God, I want to kneel at this altar. I want to be able to kneel here in prayer. And a few weeks after uttering that prayer, I found myself kneeling on that altar, both knees, instead of the left leg sticking out like an outrigger to balance with. I couldn't bend on mm-hmm. and kneel on it. And when God healed me that way, that 1,200-seat sanctuary heard somebody down at the front shouting hallelujah at the end of the church service because God had healed me. I don't have that arthritis, and I haven't had that. And it was another time of
1: repentance. Repentance is what brought both of these healings. I believe that fully. Hebrews eleven six says, But without faith it is impossible to please him, for he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Amen. Advance, and and E.J., uh, E.J., I get back to you. Uh, You had a conviction that, uh, just like when we read out of Luke, uh, the one who built the house on the rock, and you said said prior to taking that stand where you weren't going to have that surgical procedure for the heart, you said we must start to trust in God because we're not going to be able to run to doctors pretty soon the way things are going because your conviction is you're not going to take no COVID vaccination and it looks more and more like they're putting restrictions and will it come to the point where uh, you can't buy or sell, Uh, you can't go to doctors? Well, we know that it's going to come to that point someday, whether it's this COVID or something else, but there is going to be someday the mark of the beast and you're not going to run to the doctors. You're not going to go to the grocery stores. You better learn to, to have your house built on the rock, E.J. Well, you know, many
2: times I've had people call in that are really relying on the pharmaceutical companies for their, their life. And uh, I, we talked about the mark of the beast. And they said, well, you know, I can't take that mark of the beast because, I mean, I have to take the mark of the beast because if I don't, I won't get my medicine I says, well, wait a second, you're missing something. The Lord says, if you don't take the mark, I will be with you. And so that's, that's a, that takes a strong faith to do that, because we don't know what's going to happen. But I, these people, I've talked to them, and, and it's interesting how they say, well, that's going to be tough. And it is a tough decision. But the God says, I will be with you. And so we won't know until you make that stand, say, no, I'm not taking the mark. Then you'll see God work in your life. And this is kind of what took me into my heart deal is because I says, you know what? Lord, I'm not going to take this. I'm not going to do this. I'm going to, to start making a stand.
1: And I took that stand and the God honored it. I'm sure Shadrach, Meshach, and Amendigo had a tough decision whether <laughs> right? to bow or go into the fiery furnace. I'm sure David had a tough decision uh, whether to keep his mouth shut or face Goliath. Miracles happen when you stand on the rock, on Jesus Christ, on the Word of God. But uh, when you think about it logically, what is the tough decision? Uh, Get some pharmaceuticals or go to hell? I mean, that's what it says. Mm -hmm. If you take the mark, you're damned. We're not talking about the COVID vaccination. We're talking about one day a mark of the beast. But the COVID vaccination is a prelude. It it shows you how tyranny can continue. And we're under tyranny in the United States right now. And we need to learn to trust in God. We need to see miracles. Uh, We need to believe we can be healed, not have to get a pharmaceutical medication. Amen.
2: You know, they. I stop to think that, you know, there's two things in life. You can either choose life or you can choose death. You can choose the Lord or you can choose Satan. And there is no other way. And if this, even in our country that I see, you know, it's never too late. Repentance, we've talked about that. After the repentance, then comes the healing, and the nations the same way. If the nation repents, God steps in and does a healing. And if not, we're serving Satan, and we gotta expect death.
1: Once again, you've heard two tremendous testimonies uh, from Doctor E. J. Buckard and and Vance Miller. Uh, how both of these men were healed, and uh, both of them were healed uh, miraculously. I mean, E. J. stood on the word of God, and and the heart is fine, Vance. Uh, Received again The word of God Spoken over her He had done some repentance Lost 60 pounds And this time When prayer was offered He was healed Amen Once again This is Jonathan Hanson God bless you I'll see you tomorrow